Welcome to my roundup of August 2020 PS Plus and the games this month were Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 Remastered and Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout. So I'm going to start with Call of Duty. We got this one a bit early and I'm still not quite figuring out the strategy to this because it's not regular. There's been a few games this year that we've got earlier than normal but there is no routine to it so it's a little bit strange not that I'm complaining but we did get this earlier the other strange thing about this is even though it's a Call of Duty game there is no online mode it is all just the single player campaign at first I thought why are they just giving us the single player campaign without the online multiplayer then I realized I had a look on the internet they never made an online multiplayer for this game and the reason for that is because they don't want to fracture the player base that are already playing on the other Call of... whichever one is the most recent Call of Duty game. So it makes a lot of sense and instead they said they would rather focus the time developing that one, adding new levels, modes, maps, whatever, rather than creating a whole new multiplayer that is only going to fracture the player base. So it makes a lot of sense that it's just a solo campaign. Maybe disappointing for some? If you're already playing a COD online game then I would imagine it makes it easier because you don't have to move and you can get ready for the next one that's coming up as well. So the controversial part of this one for me was the fact that not last month but the month before we also got a COD game, we got Call of Duty World War 2 which I enjoyed, don't get me wrong, I enjoyed trying that out. But when you get COD again and we had a COD last year it starts to get a bit like too much COD. <laughs> I don't know how else to describe it. If you like COD, maybe it's good for you. However, maybe it's not. A lot of people that I saw complaining, this is a fairly new game and they had already bought it just for it to come on for free like a few months later. It's not very nice when you go out of your way to buy a game, you spend your money and then it's instantly like free a few months later. Although again, as someone who doesn't buy these games, I cannot complain about that really. It's just worth thinking about. For me, I can only see how this could almost damage COD because surely only the diehard fans are going to end up buying the series because everyone else thinks, oh well I'll just wait for it to come free on PS Plus. I can understand them giving away the ones with the online multiplayer because PS Plus is an online game service, but when it comes to this solo campaign, I do find it a little bit of a strange decision. But now onto the game itself. Before I went in, again I'd read that it is one of the best campaigns they've done, although I feel like I say that every time we get a COD game. There's so much praise for these campaigns, which is something that I didn't know about before. So people were very happy that it was remastered and again it felt different to all of the other CODs that I've tried doing this series so far. Um, I did about three or four levels and everyone felt different. There was massive variety of not just environments and terrains and stuff but actual gameplay as well and they set up the story very well. There was a content warning at the beginning about a distressing scene which I didn't think that I would get to but I actually did get to it. I'm kind of pleased that I did because it was a very interesting take 
on a story like this and I heard that it actually sets up the next two stories so and I felt it felt big at the time when I was playing it you know what I mean it was one of those moments where I was like whoa so it's an important scene and I think it's good that they included it and I think it's also good that they put the content warning on and you can choose to skip it if you want but it's they should at least I don't know what happens if you skip it but they need to at least tell you what happened just to um because it's such a huge event that impacts the rest of the story. It didn't feel like just some sort of shock, oh let's do this because it's going to shock people type thing. It felt like it served a purpose in the story and even they twisted it a little bit to, it didn't end how I expected it to so it's a very good hook for coming back into the story. Just for me the gameplay isn't my style, that's all I can say. I have no intrigue to come back because I'm not a fan of first person shooters as you probably know if you've watched any of my stuff and as much as I think it was a good hook, didn't really hook me. I suppose if it was a story game, like either with choices or like a telltale style game even, that kind of story would pull me right in but just for this type of game I'm I'm not too bothered about that. From what I've heard it's pretty short as well. So I suppose that serves well the people that didn't buy it but were interested in playing it. And the people who played it back in the day because it is a remaster. It gives them a chance to re-experience the story especially if it is as good as what people are saying. I just feel the COD burnout is all. And I feel like so far this year the games have been a bit samey. But I'll get onto that a bit later. The game looked great, it felt like it played great, it just didn't engage me very well. Oh and to cap that off it was 47.7 gigabytes and developed by Infinity Ward and Beanox. Next up it's Fall Guys. Now I don't know how many people had the same type of reaction as that I did but this kind of came out of the blue. I did see a trailer for it um, at one of the game shows sometime this year and I remember saying that looks like it could be fun but never following it up, not remembering the name, nothing and then we got it on PS Plus they launched it on the day so we, everyone got it for free the day that it was released and I'm not gonna lie it was a mess <laughs> the servers totally broke we spent like, I'm sure we spent a couple of hours both days, day one and day two trying to get matches. Occasionally we got matches but then occasionally we'd get disconnected either before we could even find a game or even worse during a game. But that was all day one, well week one issues which are kind of to be expected for an online game and you've got to understand that I don't think they could have anticipated how many people were going to play this game. So from what they put on the internet basically there was like a million people playing and it has broken the record for the most played PS Plus game something like that so it really took off and to me it got what it deserved because it is a fantastic game so what is Fall Guys right Takeshi's Castle but everyone's a jelly bean is the best way to describe Fall Guys you play as these little beans, they call it a battle royale. I don't know the definition of battle royale but I, 
to me there's fighting involved in that but there's not fighting involved in this it is a game show pretty much with platforming um mini games memory games team games different types of games and 60 people start only one person can win at the end you win a crown depending on how far you get you earn kudos which you can then go into the shop and spend buying new costumes for your bean um, and that's the gameplay loop all you aiming for really is this crown there is about this is just a guess but 20 or 25 different mini games and they are spread out so you, there's like about a rotation of six for the first round and then there's a few more added into the second round and then when you get to the third and fourth round it's a different rotation of games um, including team games and then there are like four different final rounds and by the time sometimes it's 20 or less you'll get the final round and then if you win that you get your crowned it's not easy i can tell you that but what it is is absolutely delightfully fun and funny and it's the kind of game where it's as much fun to watch as it is to play you could boot it up in your house and even if you're the only gamer everyone can enjoy it you can pass the controller if you want to they can just watch you'll just have a laugh looking at all the little antics that all these other beans get up to and the reason it's funny is because all of these beans are also other people that are all sat in their living room screaming and <laughs> you know it's it's this really really cool idea to it somehow brings people together even though you have no idea who they are and it tears people apart because beans are assholes sometimes <laughs> there is a fun trophy list with and what i would say an impossible trophy which is to win five games in a row when you consider how much luck is involved in winning a game it's a pretty unfair trophy but people have done it i know someone who has done it it is madness but the rest of the trophies are also very fun even the success of winning a race is like yes i've just come first in a race against 60 other people and what i like most of all about it other than the fun also get this out of the way it is fun in multiplayer as well you can play in squads of four and everyone's still kind of fighting for themselves only one person can win but you will get put on the same team as your team in the team games which is very good you can also cheer each other on or mess about with each other throw each other off um, and if you are out you can spectate the rest of their game and maybe they'll win a crown and it's just so much fun laughing at each other and shouting and it's so good but back to what I like about it the most as well is the feeling of progression so the rounds don't change they are the same you know the same races or the same survival rounds but what's different is you start to get to know the rounds and then you start improving and it's such a good feeling of progression like i'm really impressed how they managed to nail that because at the start i was just losing everything and then i've gradually gotten better so that i can reliably qualify and then everyone else starts getting better as well <laughs> and then it makes it harder again and once you've gotten used to the first rounds you get really good at them there is this whole the next rounds that you then have to gain some skill in 
And it's just this brilliant feedback loop of win, get better, lose, get better. Either way, winning or losing, you're still having fun and you're still improving. And somehow, I don't know if that's what they were aiming for, like if they specifically put the thought when they were brainstorming for this game and thought this is how we want progression to work, but if they didn't, they nailed it. If they did, they nailed it. Like they just nailed it. And one of the factors that I think makes this game so successful is its complete addictiveness. Like at first you can get away with it, just play for a bit and then come off it, whatever, done. But then, right? You go on for a round, it's fine, just go on for one round. It's never just one round. You will either lose at the start and you will be like, well that wasn't good enough, I need another go. Or you will nearly win, you will come second or something like that and you'll be like, well I need another go, I might win next time. There is no way out once you are, once it's got its claws in you, <laughs> there's just no way out of it. And then you see other people playing and then you need to play as well. So it's just this addictive, <laughs> completely life-consuming game. <laughs> so it's also organised into seasons. So the first season has been 60 days. At the time of recording this, we're halfway through. And you can get up to level 40, which unlocks different cosmetics along the way. I'm also halfway to level 40, so... I'm not sure if I'm actually going to get there because it gets pretty steep on the second half. Um, halfway to level 40 is actually level 32 points wise. But I'm still enjoying it and I'm going to keep playing it as I as long as I keep enjoying it. And they have released um, a trailer for season 2 as well. And there are going to be new levels and new costumes and new theme. They're doing a metal medieval theme. And I think if they put as much love as Fortnite gets from their developers into this game that this game has 1 million percent got the potential for the longevity of Fortnite that's how brilliant I think this game is if anything it's more accessible than Fortnite because it's less stressful you're not fighting people it's fun if you lose you never feel like you're wasting time there are some levels that aren't great. Sometimes I wish they were gone but then I realise well then you're more hyped for the ones that you like the most so it's a bit of a, a difficult balance but they keep tweaking it every they keep on putting out patches they're listening to the feedback of people and already they've made some great improvements there's a lot more to be made I'm not saying this game's perfect particularly in multiplayer they could there's things they could do there to make it a bit better it's stable now generally you can always find matches and it rarely drops out there is some latency issues although I don't know if that's on my end but I know a lot of people have complained about it where say one of the games you are chasing someone's tail and you got to pinch it off them and they will then pinch your tail off you even though they don't look anywhere near you but on their screen they look closer to you same thing goes for grabbing the crown. Sometimes you think you've won and actually they were there first. Or sometimes you think they've won and you were there first because you can't quite tell what's going on. It's particularly problematic in the team games as well with the like fall ball is like football and it's really hard to get a feel for where the ball is. 
but I have faith that they're gonna continue upgrading everything and if that doesn't improve that doesn't bother me that much personally because I, I don't know how much of it is on my end and I don't play this game to be a master of it I play this game because it's the best fun that I've had in a long time you know what I mean so massive thumbs up for this game like probably my game of the year just to cap that bit off because I forgot again at the beginning Fall Guys is developed by Mediatonic and it runs at 7.47 gigabytes so it's relatively small you know so anyone can download it pretty much you just need to obviously have a decent internet connection to be able to play it because it's all online so this month I think has been a great show of how PS Plus can really help a game. If Fall Guys had not been on PS Plus I am not sure that it would have taken off as well as it did. I know it was already on PC, I'm not sure how well it was already doing but putting this game where you need at least 60 other players to be able to get a game onto PS Plus where everyone gets it for free was a genius move. Instant player base the thing is, I know that doesn't always work. I think people have tried that before and it hasn't worked. The difference here is this is a genuinely really great game. And I think for that to work, you need to have the combination of the big release on PS Plus, the product living up to what it's selling. And then also the third factor was the marketing. They did such a good job on the social media that it just drew people in and everyone's seen a Fall Guy meme, you know what I mean? And they played a massive part in helping it blow up and those three things were just a winning formula for this game and just displays to me what is great about PS Plus and all of that overshadowed the disappointment that I had in having another COD game because I'm not gonna lie, when the announcements were made I was disappointed. I was looking forward to trying Fall Guys but I was like, oh, another COD. I was more disappointed than excited. But playing Fall Guys has completely turned that around. And now it's like, I can't imagine there ever being a better month of PS Plus. <laughs> I'm also always going to have a soft spot for Fall Guys. Because it actually was the first game that I've ever streamed. I did my first stream. Uh, the VODs are on the channel if anybody is interested. And you can find me on Twitch at Control Noob Zero because my name was already taken <laughs> and I'm gonna continue streaming it on there just while I do my grind basically to see if I can get up to level 40 or not and then I'll switch to whatever I'm gonna do next and then I'll be back for season 2 as well and that was August Um, I can't do predictions because once again the games are already out for September so I will just tell you next month's games are Street Fighter 5 and PUBG which will be coming soon. Thank you for listening. If you enjoy this, please be sure to let me know. And also let me know how you found it, because that would be really interesting for me. And if you want any more content, uh, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube. And this is out as a podcast for anybody who just wants the audio. And you can find all of that on my little website at www.controlaltnoob.com which is a place where I just gather everything that I do and put it all together and enjoy looking back at it sometimes. So that is that. Thank you very much for listening. Hope you had a great August and I uh, hope you have a great September too.